Hello and welcome to Special Advising No Parent Left Behind. I'm your host, Mark Ingracia, and I have been an active member in the field of special education for 35 years as a classroom teacher, tutor, parent trainer, consultant, and advocate. Thank you so much for joining me. This is a podcast for parents and caregivers of children along the spectrum of disabilities as an information hub and promoter for the advancement of people with disabilities in all areas of life. So if you're interested in learning about topics from the world of exceptional needs, educational services, health and wellness, fitness, nutrition for you and your child, and more, this is the place for you. If you like the show, please subscribe, like, comment, and tell your friends about it. In this episode, I'd like to speak about lessons I learned during my time caring for and experiencing my mother's journey through dementia and Alzheimer's. After that, stay tuned for a tip of the cap, your exceptional needs parenting tip. And for some extra help to inform your journey, visit the resource page of my website at specialedrising.com. Now please allow me the privilege of sharing with you another win. As with any disability, no one can speak globally in terms of how an individual will experience that disability. Of course, there are markers, similarities, and attributes that can be shared, but how they are met with and dealt can vary greatly. The same can be said for those suffering with dementia or Alzheimer's. I've seen several people during my visits to my mom and her memory care facility at various times of day that showed different sides of themselves, which could vary by time of day, for example, sundowning, or others whose demeanor was fairly consistent and pleasant. There would be those whose anger and yelling could consume a room while others sat or strolled quietly trying to make sense in their own way of where they were perhaps or who they were or where their family was while still others might stare into space seemingly lost in thought or drawn in by the television. Early in her journey, my mother occasionally suffered from sundowning, Sundowner syndrome is not a disease, but a set of symptoms or dementia-related behaviors that may include difficulty sleeping, anxiety, agitation, hallucinations, pacing, and disorientation. Although the exact cause is unknown, sundowning may occur due to disease progression and changes in the brain. My mother would become agitated and angry for short periods of time, and there could be a feistiness to her. It was an upsetting thing to experience, and watching her suddenly seem panicked or scared made me feel helpless to do anything for her. The only thing to do was to try and recognize it, accept it, and comfort her as well as she would let me. Over time, these occasions lessened until they pretty much disappeared. What was left was a woman who had seemed to accept her circumstances and engage joyfully with those who cared for her, be it family members, friends, or staff and that joy lasted until the end. And I don't mean to imply that she was always joyful, because that certainly wasn't the case, but she did carry within her, and outwardly many times, that spirit of joyfulness, as she's always had in her life. I'm recording this just two days after saying goodbye to my mom for the last time. In the end, the disease made its decision to attack with blazing efficiency, and took her life in a matter of days from its onset, her final chapter. I was with her holding her hand as she took her last breath, but before she did, she opened her eyes for a minute or so. As I felt this rush of joy to see them again, one more desperate time, I savored the moment 
drinking in the comfort of her blue eyes, even as they stared blankly past me. Not long after, they would close. Seconds later, as her breathing sped up, she squeezed her eyes tightly, not as a signal of pain, but almost bracing herself in preparation for a final leap from the precipice of life. And she was gone. A final lesson from my mother. It's okay to let go. I eulogized my mom, and within it I chose to focus on the person she had become during the dementia Alzheimer's years, more so than in her life previous because few people knew this time with her. More importantly, I felt it was critical that people be aware that there was still a functioning person here and not just the victim of a disease who certainly had more lessons to offer and more life to live. I wanted people to hear of how worthy she continued to be of our love, attention, and time. To hear my take on my mom, you might conclude that I am exaggerating how special and kind she was, perhaps the bias of a loving son. But trust me when I tell you that my version of her was repeated to me genuinely and without prompt or influence over and over again by those that knew her well and by those who knew her less well. The following is that eulogy. All the starting points at which to begin speaking about my mother ultimately intersect at one place when describing her in a word good. From there, good splinters in several directions, with each arriving at other descriptives, namely sweet, loving, compassionate, loyal, accepting, forgiving, understanding, committed, peaceful, funny, angelic, and special. My mother was strong, and when you crossed her threshold of enduring patience, you found an enduring defender of injustice. You found a person who didn't judge others by their race, religion, or sexual orientation, and spoke out to protect against those who would aim to harm her children or the friends she loved so dearly. Mom was open-minded and welcoming. Everyone who met her loved her for her kindness and ability to make them feel better about themselves. Friends and acquaintances of mine who knew her as our school secretary raved to me to this day about Mrs. Ingracia, her warmth and her effortless ability to encourage a belief in them that they were each special and worthy of her kindness, love, and time. There was never ever anything threatening about her. You could feel nothing but safe in her company and trust that she would care for you no matter if you were her own child or a student who needed to believe everything would be all right. People will remember my mom and recall stories about her life prior to the dementia years. And I could go on about the memories I have of traveling alone with her on an Amtrak for 24 hours to see her brother, my uncle, in Florida when I was 11. One of my standout recollections because it was just the two of us. And she brought me to two spring training baseball games, which was a dream come true. I could tell you about my memories as a three and four year old attached like white on rice to her hip wherever we went. Those quiet times with her when life was pure and easy and filled with love of a mother for her son and vice versa and how she was with me at critical moments in my life, most significantly when I endured a personal crisis. My mother struggled silently with her own demons and was well-equipped to share the kind of patience and offer a limitless amount of time that only a mother and someone who knew could. Out of that grew a commitment to speak every day. While in time we missed some days, the commitment to checking in nearly each day remained until she moved near me in 2019. From those calls, our relationship grew stronger and stronger, and I loved her and knew how lucky I was. Stories like that 
could fill this room, and each of us could regale you for hours. But few of us can speak of my mother in the latter years. This time when dementia, Alzheimer's, began its vile intervention into her body and turned her into what most would imagine to be a less enviable version of herself. What I want to share with you is a perspective that lets go of expectations, leaves behind the mourning of a lost loved one to a disease in progress, and rather meets with acceptance the kind of change that this disease carries. My approach to my mom at this time was informed by her own acceptance of her circumstance. I wanted so much to help her and delay the decline. I wanted to enable her to be involved in activities and mind-stimulating practices to make her better with the hope of offering her and those of us who loved her more time. But I learned from her that her acceptance was to be my template for appreciating and acknowledging the new version of her and understanding that the person before me was still Carol and my own personal hardship over seeing the slow breakdown of the mind and body of someone I loved was a small sacrifice in order to show her that life was still significant and worthy of investment, that she still mattered. There is a life within dementia, Alzheimer's, to be appreciated and embraced that doesn't dismiss who is before us, but instead recognizes the value of a person in their latest and present incarnation. It doesn't reject someone who can no longer greet us as we've always known, anticipated, and desired. It sees the person, finds the path towards them, and enters their world where they are, and not where you want them to be. This incarnation is not a death, it is simply a new phase, and if we are open to it, can be relished, and that person can continue to be celebrated for what they can do, and not grieved for what they are no longer able to do. Acceptance of a person whose mind may no longer produce the kind of social interactions that make us comfortable in our skin, that make us forget our problems and our fears. Rather, a mind that offers what it can, and if we are open, we can find communication and celebrate small things, like a strained I love you, or the gesture of a hand reaching up to stroke your face in acknowledgement from a person who can no longer motorically facilitate. A relationship with this person in their latest incarnation that can be as fulfilling to explore, experience, and absorb into our hearts and minds as any previous, perhaps more familiar and desired state of that person's life. As I learned, if I allowed my own fears and sadness to interfere, I would miss opportunities to witness the beauty, the joy, the humor, and the love that she exuded. And in return, her strong desire to still be loved and held and hugged and given moments of joy, even if they were to be fleeting and unremembered, would go unfulfilled. My mother was an example of the human experience, ever-changing, unpredictable, and presenting no charity of guarantees. I learned that if I dismissed this time in my mom's life, I would miss out on the lessons she still had to teach and the realization of what I felt was closer to a fulfillment of her true self than at any other time when she was committed to a different life that sacrificed so much of herself. As she had taught me as a young boy, by her example in taking care of her paralyzed brother, acceptance of all people in all forms was a path towards a more communal life existence where everyone was and is of equal worth. This led in large part to my career in special education, which I believe prepared me to see the possibilities and revel in the person my mother had become within her own disability. The last thing I want to say about this is perhaps the most ringing truth from my perspective, 
about mom, and that is that the disease seemed to free her from her burdens and create a new kind of independence within her that was no longer shackled to her anxieties, her responsibilities to others, and the giving up of her own interests for that of another. She was now Carol in the strongest, most visceral way, because now she just lived. Let it be. And that was the thing that made me the most happy, and will continue to fuel me in my understanding that my mother, Carol, did not lose, but in fact gained herself more fully, and for that I am honored to have walked this path with her. I love you, Mom, and I will forever hear that expression in your eyes of your love and your trust. It's time now for a tip of the cap, your exceptional needs parenting tip. From my experience, the best thing you can do for your family member suffering from dementia is to stimulate them. I found that music is a great equalizer. I had the chance to play music for the residents on several occasions, and the music was a trigger that turned a switch on in the majority of them, causing them to do any and all of the following things. Dance, clap, sing, and speak. The engagement was stunning, and the reactions of the caretakers who saw them daily was that of amazement and joy at seeing the response. I had a man who spent most of the days cursing at everyone, turned quiet as I performed until he suddenly called for his wife, which was not the norm. Another man managing dementia came up to me, shaking from possible Parkinson's symptoms, crying to me, tears of joy, one of the most moving and satisfying moments of my life. Don't give up on them. They are their most recent incarnation of themselves. Meet them where they are. I want to thank you again for listening to this episode, and I hope you'll join me each week to hear about topics new to you or close to your heart. I hope this podcast might inspire you to face your days more confidently, stirring a greater sense of self-love, mindfulness, and outpouring of goodness and positive role modeling for your children, while remembering to attend to the areas of your own mental, physical, and if you're inclined, spiritual health, enabling you to be all you hope to be for them. All music heard on today's show comes from Jason Shaw at audionautics.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Special Ed Rising, and on my website, specialedrising.com. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts and tell your friends. You can contact me directly with questions, comments, or if you're interested in parent coaching through my email, specialadrising at gmail.com, or my contact pages on Facebook or my website. If you'd like to share some of your success stories with the audience, please send them to my email. Let's show the world what's possible. Also, let me know if there's anything you'd like to learn more about. And until next time, peace and keep rising. Music